welcome to the Falling Dove podcast where I share my short stories and poems. Today's story is about an experience that I had while serving in the military in Iraq. Thank you for listening. Radio Watch. I had a radio watch. I usually did four hours a night, and during my radio watch, I wrote letters by flashlight. The letters all had a box in the lower left corner with tick marks that I slashed into the notebook paper every time I saw a falling star, which was fairly frequently. The sky seemed darker in Iraq. Even without glasses, I could see all the constellations and stars. I watched Mars march angrily across the horizon. Roadnet one, this is Black Horse, radio check, over. Came a crackling voice over the radio. We were supposed to do radio checks every hour, but it turned into every five or ten minutes sometimes because the guys like to hear my female voice on the radio. Black Horse, this is Roadnet one, radio check out. I turned back to my letter and told my friend Jaina about the day before. There was a buzzing sound overhead, and I saw a darker moving patch in the sky. A drone that belonged to the Marines was doing a routine patrol. Sometimes I dozed off for a moment, but nodded back to my senses when the radio demanded attention. The sky was getting lighter. It was four in the morning. Radio watch was a fairly casual thing. I was wearing my PT shorts and t-shirt with flip-flops, and I slipped out of the cab of the truck and flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flopped over to the commo sergeant's cot. He was the only one of us to put up a mosquito net. Sergeant, it's four, I said. <laughs> okay. Flip-flop, 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 flip-flop. My flashlight was swinging from its little lanyard. Flip-flop, flip I stopped because I saw something moving on the ground. There was a white spot that moved against the white sand. I followed it with my beam. It was a scorpion about the size of my hand. It ran for my light. This was fun. It came towards me and I took a step back. It lunged towards me with deadly speed. I ran 20 feet. It was right there. I ran a few hundred feet. Panting with panic, I stood by Sergeant Smithley's cot. Big, 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 big scorpion help. Sergeant, I big scorpion. I scoured the sand with the beam of my flashlight. Road night one, this is Black Horse, radio check over, said the voice calling me back to the radio in the truck. In Kuwait, I did a lot of guard duty, sitting for hours in one of those canvas chairs that people fold up and take to outdoor concerts, and I drank water from a plastic bottle that would collect condensation on the outside as it sat on the sand at my ankle. Sometimes I would look down and see a jerboa licking water from the outside of the bottle. Jerboas seem more like rabbits to me than like rats. They have large dark eyes, like rabbits, and large hind legs. 
My jerboa would sit for hours at my ankle, unafraid and unimposing. I get the same sense of being suspended over a vast void when I'm in an airplane over the Middle East and when I'm over the ocean. It seems like no one and nothing lives in the empty space below, but like with the ocean, beneath the surface of the sand and beneath the surface of the waves, there are creatures. Without a hint of life above, the lizards and spiders and scorpions dwell. As amazing as this occurrence of life in the harshest world is, I feel that the presence of a gentle soldier boa looking up at me from my ankle is the greatest miracle of all. Shouldn't all the creatures here be spiky or poisonous? When I stood up to pace back and forth, my wild pet disappeared so quickly that I didn't see him run or even twitch in his retreat. In Camp Erjan, within a city of many large white circus tents filled with baggage and soldiers waiting to go home or go to war, young men captured a jerboa, poured lighter fluid on him, and lit him on fire. The tortured jerboa ran flaming through the piles of baggage, lighting everything it bumped into on fire until the whole tent was blazing. One tent lit the next tent on fire, a fire that was whipped into a frenzy by the relentless desert wind. I do not understand, young men. How could someone light a jerboa on fire? A sweet, gentle jerboa. It would be like peeing on flowers and they probably thought it was funny. <laughs>